Hello everybody and welcome to another edition of TJ's Talk Show. I'm your host, TJ. And just want to talk a little bit about the Oakland Raiders and their new head coach, John Gruden. And it'll be officially announced Tuesday when Mark Davis and company will announce John Gruden as the new head coach of the Oakland Raiders. And as a fan, I can tell you I am super happy with this hire. Not only with the amount of money they threw at John Gruden, I think based on what he's done in Oakland, with Oakland, back in the early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s, when he took that team to -to back-to-back AFC Championship games, a Super Bowl, well, he didn't really take them to the Super Bowl. He was traded to the Buccaneers in that 2001-2002 season and ended up beating the Raiders in the Super Bowl. But, you know, he created a, a winning environment, a winning atmosphere. He had great players, older players, older players. You know, they had Rich Gannon, Tyrone Wheatley, Tim Brown, um, you know, guys like that. Charles Woodson, who was still in his prime, one of the best corners in the league. So, he has a winning atmosphere. And, you know, Oakland, Mark Davis threw a ton of money at him, which a lot of people are scratching their head because, is he a good coach? Absolutely. But he hasn't coached in nine years. He hasn't been an NFL coach for nine years, and yet he's about to become one of the... I believe it's actually he will become the highest paid coach in the NFL and its history. And not only that, he's also gotten the longest contract in NFL history, which is 10 years and about $100 million. So John Gruden hasn't coached in nine years. He's been an ESPN analyst for the last nine years with their quarterbacks, uh, his quarterback show. He's been an analyst on NFL TV or NFL Live. He's done a couple of broadcasts. He's done a lot of stuff for ESPN, a lot of great work. Love listening to him on on a weekly basis, almost a daily basis uh, with NFL Live and and all these quarterback camps that will be coming up with all the new um, especially as we get closer to the draft, um, because he does a lot of that work with uh, the up-and-coming draft picks, tries to get give us the people a more more knowledge on what teams are looking for, uh, what key, what this in particular player's strengths and weaknesses are, what he can improve on. Uh, just breaking down game film so everyone can kind of understand a little bit more about how defenses are trying to play a certain quarterback once everyone knows their strengths but he's done a phenomenal job doing all that and now he will have to take a break and all that will go away because he is now the head coach of the Oakland Raiders and speaking of being a great quarterbacks coach he's got arguably one of the best quarterbacks young quarterbacks in the league in Derek Carr so take Derek Carr, who is already at 100%, can put up heavy numbers. He can put up a bunch of big 
numbers that just pop on, on paper. And obviously this year didn't have those eye-popping numbers, which to be expected. I mean, he had offensive line struggled at times, uh, which is something he's not really comfortable. He's not familiar with. The offensive line's been doing a great job the last couple years despite the broken leg. Uh, which was just kind of a freak accident. Um, and, you know, he'll always have that in the back of his head. Anytime he gets hit from the blind side, front side, low, or lower than, you know, what he's, I guess, comfortable with, getting hit and squaring the torso, the legs are always, the hips and lower are always just going to be a, a little bit of a scary place for him. Um, but when he's healthy, as you saw, that year he led the, the Raiders to a 12-4 and four season uh well that's all the time i'll get back to the next segment here in the next second or two so as i was saying and we're back here with the second part of this topic Derek Carr is always going to have a little bit of issues with stuff happening around his feet ever since a broken leg i'm sure he he'll say he's not as nervous as as he probably is and that's totally understandable he's a quarterback of a franchise, um, but I think without John Gruden, he could have been a second-tier uh, quarterback. You know, I don't think he would have gotten to the Tom Brady level and possible greatest of all times level. Um, but I think he's definitely that Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers. Type second tier quarterback. When when it's all said and done, I see I can see him becoming that. I don't think he's there yet. Uh, he's only been in the league three years. Um, he's really good already. I believe he's not that far away from being in that category performance wise on a year to year basis. But as far as career wise, I think he'll be closer to um, you know the. Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, second tier behind the Tom Brady's of the world. Um, and now you add him with this great quarterbacks coach who can simplify any look, any scheme, and go from there, go into great depth about what each position on the defense is trying to do and certain coverages or certain schemes and stuff like that. I think this is a match made in heaven for Derek Carr and the Oakland Raiders and John Cruden. Because John Gruden never really wanted to leave Oakland back in 2001. He's the golden boy of Oakland when it comes to football. He can do really no wrong. He beat us and we weren't even that upset about it. And I say us because I am a part of the Oakland Raiders fan base. I love the Raiders, have been my whole life. But we weren't even that mad. Like We were, we were mad that... John Gruden beat us, but at the same time, we were very happy that John Gruden beat us. John Gruden beat us because it's John Gruden. That was our coach. We've watched him for the last five years, and he was phenomenal. Loved everything he did with the team and the organization and the community and everything around, you know, the Oakland Raiders and the silver and black. He was a testament to Al Davis's commitment to excellence slogan and motto. So, I, and I think he's going to bring that back. And you can kind of tell already 
ever since Derek Carr and Khalil Mack came into the league with the Raiders and started turning stuff around, you have all pro at two positions, Khalil Mack on the defensive side. You brought in Charles Woodson for a couple years to kind of teach that secondary how to play that mean, aggressive style, but smart all at the same time. Then you go to the other side and you add a Michael Crabtree veteran status for a phenomenal young Amari Cooper. Put him with a franchise quarterback and Derek Carr. You had Darren McFadden. You had uh, Latavius Murray. All pretty good running backs. Good offensive line. And now they're starting to learn how to win. The atmosphere's there. Then they had a terrible year this year. I'm going to straight up just admit it. It was an awful year to watch. It was hard to watch at times. Um, especially once Derek Carr, well, two years ago when Derek Carr got hurt, it was horrendous to watch this team play um, with Matt McGloin and then Connor Cook in the playoff game. But you bring back that attitude, and John Gruden is the epitome of that attitude. He's going to grind. He's going to be that gritty coach who knows how to connect with players. Not that Jack Del Rio didn't. I've heard a lot of great things about Jack Del Rio as far as locker room presence and and player-wise and stuff like that, but John Gruden is Oakland, and Oakland is John Gruden. Similar to the whole Marshawn Lynch, he fights and he feels so proud to be from Oakland. John Gruden's the same way, and Oakland loves John Gruden. They're welcoming him back with open arms regardless of the team moving to Vegas in in two years. Uh... Despite the horrendous contract, some people are saying 10 years, $100 million, the highest paid coach ever, longest coach contract ever, but I'll be right back. And and we're back for the third segment and the final one. Um, I won't go too much longer than probably the next three to five minutes, uh, but he embodies... Oakland, and he's similar to Marshawn Lynch. He will fight for this city until they officially pack their bags and move to Vegas. Um, but a lot of people are saying this is a terrible contract. They were going to offer John Gruden ownership stake of the organization, and that's going to end up having to go to the NFL owners um, in a big old league meeting. And I believe it will be de- denied that he gets ownership stake because. That means you're going to have to give ownership stake to the Bill Belichicks, who a lot of people are going to say he deserves it because he's been there for 13, 15 years, some odd number of years, and he's gotten six Super Bowls, Tom Brady. No matter who his receivers and role players are, he finds a way to make to win the East, which isn't all that difficult to win. But still, they're they're always in the AFC Championship game. They're always in the Super Bowl. You're going to have to give Bill Belichick a good chunk of this, the, the ownership stake. And you, you go to Pittsburgh, they're probably going to have to offer Mike Tomlin to keep him. Um, Garrett, Garrett Miles in Dallas. Anyone who's going to want to be a longtime head coach in this, in this league is going to ask for ownership stake if they approve this John Gruden contract and give him ownership stake and I know Stephen A. Smith doesn't agree with it whatsoever doesn't think John Gruden deserves a nickel of ownership stake because what has he done well maybe not anything in the last nine years but when it came when he's coaching with the Raiders 
He's got the second best coaching record behind John Madden. If Mark Davis wants to give him part of the ownership, he should be able to give him part of the ownership. Now, I'm not saying give him like 59, 51% or 49% make a minority owner or anything crazy like that, but why shouldn't he get 2%, 5% of the Raiders? But I don't believe it'll it'll end up going through. I think the, the owners will deny it because that means Robert Kraft's going to have to give Bill Belichick 15% at least to keep him around. Otherwise, Bill Belichick's going to walk, which, again, I don't think that'll happen regardless. But I believe the ownerships will, will axe the whole ownership idea for John Gruden and just keep it to a 10-year, $100 million contract, which is the longest and highest paid contract for coaches in the history of the league. So congrats to John Gruden for that. That's a huge accomplishment after being out of the game for nine years. Um, But I think overall it's a great fit. Great fit for Oakland, great fit for Gruden, for the Raiders organization. You have a guy who knows how to win coming back to the organization. And, you know, he's going to be very, very charismatic uh, a little arrogant because that's the way the Raiders were when he was there. They were smash mouth, just win, baby. Commitments to excellence. The Raider name is what they, they were. They played hard, tough, styled offense, defense. You would make sure you remembered what week you had the Raiders because they made you feel it until the next game or even the week after. So hopefully Khalil Mack, Navarro Bowman, Bruce Irvin, uh, DJ Hayden in the secondary, can Reggie Nelson learn that style and bring it back. I hope John Gruden brings Charles Woodson on and tries to steal him away from the NFL Network and ESPN and stuff like that so he can become the secondary's coach, the DB's coach, and just get that grit back for that Oakland's been lacking the last five, six years. Or, I mean, you could even go further than that, say, since Gruden left. But that's all I have to really say about this exciting news for my Raiders and the Oakland city community and the franchise. So it's going to be very exciting to see. I can't wait to see all this go down. Um, but other than that, thank you guys for listening. Please feel free to give me your thoughts, comments, concerns, whatever. And I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Or Monday. I'll talk to you guys Monday. Later.